Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host. It's your girl, Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 164. And today's topic is Power Book 4, Force, Season 1, Episode 10. We have finally made it to the season finale. Um, This was titled Family Business. The description reads, decisions are made by those closest to Tommy, which could leave him powerless. When the gangs face off, truth comes to light, shifting the power of the drug game. This battle may be over, but the war is far from won. So y'all already know how we do. We about to get into it. We about to break it down and we about to dissect it scene by scene like we do over here on this platform. As always, you can hit me up on social media, Alicia Shanice for Facebook, Alicia Shanice Reviews for Instagram, or you can email me at Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. All of the links are in the description as well of the episode. You can inbox DM or email me for any special requests you might have with that being a TV show, a documentary, a movie, or a music album. All you got to do is hit me up, send in your request for something you would like for me to recap, and then I'll get back to you in a couple of days. Get that recap out within a week. So, oh, and don't forget you can um, Follow me on my music playlist. I made all of my music playlists public exclusively on Spotify. So all you got to do is uh, download Spotify. If you don't listen to me on there, it's free. And just type in Shanice Loves and it'll take you to all of my music playlists. And I was thinking about doing a fun Friday night, if you don't mind kicking it with your girl. And you know what I'm saying? We just vibe out like we used to do on our snowfall on Fridays. We have us a drink and hookah roll up, whatever you do, whatever you do. And we can have like a, um, I could play one of my playlists and we could just, you know what I'm saying, go over some music from like back in the day. I think that might be like just a fun part to do, talk about music. Um, with this being the season finale, Fifth is saying that it could be six months before a show returns from the universe. So we might be on a six month hiatus from the power universe, but they did just announce that Raising Canaan might be returning in July, which is started last July last year. So I don't know what's going on, but I keep my ear to the street when it comes to, you know, everything with Fifth. So I'll be following his Instagram. And whenever I hear anything, I'm going to let y'all know. Y'all already know soon as anything from Power Stars return, I'm going to be on here recapping it. But as for now, we do have a little wait. If you guys have any requests, please hit me up. I can do them on Sundays, but we don't have anything uh, power-related on on our Sundays like we normally do. Um, I do have some good ideas. I was thinking about doing just like a Power Universe breakdown where we talk about all of the powers and then grabbing like a random episode from the original Power. We could go ahead and talk about that, talking about how the character build up, the acting, you know, just some freestyles about the power universe on the shows it could be bmf or the original power because we never recap that on this platform on my platform for the original power because i wasn't doing recaps then and then i definitely want to recap uh get richard die trying and 
you know, for a while we were on the cartel world, so we could go back into that on some Sundays. Keep it, you know how we do over here. We talk about, you know, it's in a drug game and shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we can stick with the cartel. But then I kind of want to move over to the mafia world. Talk about Gambinos and the Gottis, you know, the Castro Nostros, you know. So on Sundays we will still do recaps. We will still do breakdowns. It could be... um. I know I want to get out, get Richard I trying. I want to break down Goodfellas. I want to talk about this um, documentary on Netflix titled Fear City. And it's about um, the mob versus uh, the government, basically. So we're going to get into that. And so, yeah, I still got some things coming. And we're still going to be talking about power. And we'll talk about the original power and everything. So, you know, we're going to still kick it um, Thursday night will be the last night for snowfall because that's its season finale so friday nights we'll think of something fun as well i'm gonna be bringing ideas and if you got ideas i want to hear from them all you got to do is hit your girl up i promise you i do not mind i got you and i'll do your recap as well cruise summer should be returning soon i'm gonna recap that uh big sky returns the middle of may so we'll pick that back up and you know just keep it moving just keep it moving um that pretty much sums up my church announcements hit me up on social media and i'll be back on thursday night for my snowfall recap of the season finale so on that note um i just want to give a shout out to 50 cent i want to give a shout out to courtney kemp i want to give a shout out to stars the whole entire cast and crew of the power universe this was a very, very well done season. This was season one. So we had to get introduced to the new characters. I think they did a fantastic job. This was more of a Chicago mafia style. I loved it. I think they did a magnificent job. Um, the only thing I was disappointed in, in is that I didn't see 2-Bit. Remember they said they was bringing 2-Bit on. So that's one thing I was pissed off about. I wanted to see 2-Bit. And it's another thing I was pissed off about. But we're going to talk about that during this recap. But other than that, I think they did a magnificent job. So we about to break it down, and then I have a sleeper for you guys. So let's get into the show and talk force. Name is Shanice, and she's the one. Her name is Shanice, and she's the one. So this episode opens up and we see Tommy, he rolling through the shy. And as he's rolling through, rolling through the city, he calls the Prince of the Flins, which is Vic. <laughs> they both deny to each other of having anything to do with the hits put on both of them. Like Vic, like he didn't have nothing to do with the hit put up on Tommy and D-Mac. And Tommy denies having anything to do with putting the hit out on Vic and Glow which we know, you know what I'm saying, neither one of them had anything to do. But after they, you know, denied they had anything to do with it, they still declare war on each other, and everybody in both camps get to loading up. And I do mean locked and loaded. Tommy, he's with the Serbs, they getting ready, and Vic is with the Irish mob, and they getting ready. When Tommy uh, was talking to Musa Fix, <laughs> he like... You know, I can't really understand your people. So, you know, you need to let them know that I'm in charge. <laughs> so mount up. 
and he caught this fool, uh, Moco. He like, hey, hey Moco, <laughs> in another life, we could have been friends. <laughs> he said, Muko, my bad. He said, Muko. <laughs> which he probably is right, because if we go back to the original power, which I cannot, I think those episodes are going to be fun to do, just freestyle. Um, when we go back to the original power and just talk up, we'll do a breakdown of the episode. You can also send me a recap on that, like if you want to uh, make an example like, Let's talk about season one, episode three. Like, we can just pull the episode and, you know, talk about that. Because I, I love power, you know. But um, after everybody get locked up, lock, I mean, locked and loaded, ready for war. You know what I'm saying? Tommy being Tommy with Musevix. We go to the barbershop. Now, when we go to the barbershop, we got Diamond and Adrian in there. And she's trying to, you know, like, get them to open up. She's trying to, she like, what's the plans for the night? You know what I'm saying? You want to Netflix and chill. You want to lay up and listen to some music. Like, what you want to do, babe? And, you know, he is very, very distracted. He is very distracted. He just overheard his brother basically declaring, taking him out, you know, the week before. So he's not really paying her any attention. And she knows something is wrong. So he gets a call from Janar. And Janar, like, you know what I'm saying, he want to meet up. So he's like, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He played off cool. Like, that's cool. I'm at the shop. I'm at the shop. Soon as he hang up the phone, he like, yo, we, we got to bounce. We, we out. And she too busy asking questions. She's like, what the hell? What's wrong? He like, you need to get ain't time for that right now. Get your shit. Let's go. So they dip off. They go sit in the car. And they kind of lean back. Soon as they uh do that, Blackston and a few of the other uh crew members of CBI who on Janard team, they roll up in there and he is gone. So he know for a fact now my brother been put a hit out on me and now he know what side of the side that black stands on because you know he he really wasn't too sure. So that was very smart of Diamond to know something was up and to get out of there like that. It shows you Diamond is a thinker. I'm thinking we'll probably see much more of Diamond in action in season two. Um, I like that they played him to where he wasn't trying to get out and be murder, murder, murder and all this shit when he first got out because it's normalizing people. Like, I hate when they try to just make it seem like people are just natural born animals. No, this guy has been institutionalized, what, 10, 15 years he really worked on trying to change his life around and trying to get out and, you know, do the best he can do. And everybody want him to go back to kill a diamond. So it's showing him trying. And then I think by season two, it's going to be like, shit, I tried. My brother tried to take me out. I didn't have cops trying to, you know, extort me. I think we're going to see a, a, a rougher diamond who ready for whatever in season two. So we go into the next scene. And we got the Flins with the four horsemen, the Irish mob and others at the bar. They toasting it up, coming up with a plan to take out Tommy and the Serbs. And we see the Irish mob uh, from back home. They um kind of, you know, talking to the kids or, you know, just talking. And they've been having doubts anyway about old man Flynn. You know, they like all of the killings going on in Chicago. It's not a good look. Now we got to come down and help. The revenue is down. So y'all not even bringing in that much money. And Claudia, like, you know, dad is stronger than ever. It's just a lot going on. So a girl comes up to one of the uh the horsemen. <laughs> she like, 
you know, trying to come on to him. So they go to the back. She get the topping him off. He loving it. And as she's topping him off from the front, Tommy comes from the back and straight strangles that ass. <laughs> he like one down, three to go. So when old man Flynn comes out and he sees this, he is pissed. And Claudia gets a text um about the rear. You know, Tommy like, well, we going to do the re-up or we beefing too. So she tells him, like, they meet at the lab. So we get into the next scene. And D-Mac wakes up. He wakes up with his dad, JP, right by his side. He like, I'm here, son. I'm your dad. He like, I know who you is, fake-ass nigga. <laughs> it's a lot of resentment there. But by season two, I'm sure they're going to be fine. Um, So he kind of goes in and out. And as he's going in and out, Tommy walks in. Now, at first, you know, JP is still a little mad at him. But Tommy lets him know, like, he got one of the Serbs out there for security. So they ain't got to worry about nobody running up in there. He's uh going to make sure the bill is covered. You know, Tommy is being Uncle Tommy. He gets to telling JP how smart D-Mac is. And, you know, he like, that's not D-Mac, that's Darnell. Nigga, that's D-Mac. But he gets to letting him know, like, you know, this this kid is smart. He really has a future. I'm going to do everything I can to protect him. So JP ends up telling him they need some medical history about the family, and he sends them back to Miriam's house. So we get into the next scene, and Jannard continues to call Black to get word on how the hit went down with, with Diamond. But Black ain't answering the phone because Black is busy. Black getting that ass beat by Diamond. <laughs> And all Diamond wants to know as he, you know, whack him bat to bat to bat with that damn bat. He just wants to hear it out his mouth. Who sent you, nigga? Who who put the hit out on me? And after much torture, Black ends up telling him it was Jannard. And Black went out talking shit. Black went out talking shit. He like, you know what I'm saying? The streets ain't changed. Just your bitch ass. You soft, nigga. And you ain't trying to catch another body, so you ain't finna do nothing. Shit. Diamond blasted that ass as he should. So we get into the next scene. And Tommy goes to Miriam's house to get JP's medical records. And who do we have in there? I knew it was going to be Kate, but I thought it was going to be like, uh... <laughs> Oh, what was that season one? End of season one when he crept through Kate's house and she knocked his ass out with that bat. I, I had a feeling it was going to be Kate in that house. But we see crazy ass Kate. She in there robbing her dead mother. And these two are together. These two actors, Kate and Tommy. Baby, straight comic relief, okay? He like, Ma? <laughs> she like, Tommy? I knew you weren't dead. So she like, what are you doing in Chicago anyway? You, are, you already killed one brother. You're here to kill the other. He like, Kate, go back home. Go back home. And you don't even want to meet JP. He broke. So he ain't going to be no help to you. Go home. <laughs> so after they talk and go for, go back and forth, Tommy like, give me a cigarette. So um, Kate finds out she has a grandson. He gives her some money to leave, but she pleads with him. Like, I just want to meet my grandson. And uh, he tells her, like, look, you can meet him, but you, you got to wait. I'm busy, Kate. Instant chemistry with them two. 
instant chemistry. I can't wait to see more of them together. I love Kate. Kate is crazy as hell. Don't let Kate get none of that damn Dahlia, by the way. So we get into the next scene. And the Flynn's come up with game plan two. Because Tommy, he got him with plan one. He, he got their ass. So Claudia tells them about Dahlia and Tommy. Uh, She like, Tommy is behind Dahlia. She don't put her her connection in with that she just blame everything on tommy and she like i know he's gonna be at the lab tomorrow so now paulie and you know they like okay we're gonna go to the lab paulie and vic like hold on we might need to think this out a little more before we run in you know saying that lab like that we don't know nothing about these them or what how that lab is set up so they smart because they know it's not a good idea to run up in there even though vic was irritating my soul in this episode oh man flynn Oh man, Flynn, like, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. We about to run into that lab. My girl Claudia, she's smart. She done came up with a game plan. So Vic, he feeling like, well, if they gonna, you know, roll up on Tommy, I need to be there too. Because he killed Glow. And I he the last face he see in life need to be my face. All right, Vic. We see you, bro. We see you, Prince of the Flins. Vic just wasn't thinking. He should have known damn well. Tommy came to try to save you and Glow get y'all out of town. Now all of a sudden he your worst enemy and y'all and did all these licks together. Bro, man, just wasn't thinking. But we gonna blame it on a broken hearted. Gonna blame it on a broken hearted. So we get into the next scene, and Jannard goes home, and he has a little gift for him on his table. A dead ass black. And he now knows, Diamond knows, so run, nigga, run. We get into the next scene, right? And back at the lab, Tommy cancels Christmas, literally. Vic and the other horsemen, they roll in there. Tommy and the Serbs, they ready. And they get the blast in their ass. Making the horsemen look weak, which is something power does. Power will geek up a character, baby, and they just go out so soft. Like, remember, uh, was it cousin Vinny or Benny in the original Power? Proctor's cousin. They made it seem like that was Big Bad Vinny or Benny. And he went down so quick. And like Mulan, Mulan was supposed to be like this big serb, and he actually went down pretty, pretty quick easy for to meet as well they made jason another serb the plug look like he was all hyped up even when they brought in dude uh ray ray what's his name ray ray i can't remember yeah ray ray monet's connect dude from the movie atl jackie jackie something but when they brought him in they made it seem like he wasn't about to be no joke monet took him out quick like they have this thing that they do where they build up a character where we be like oh it ain't about to be no joke it ain't going down easy and the the horsemen the four horsemen they child they they was weak in here you know so they get defeated they even throw a smoke bomb in there on tommy and two two it's only tommy and two other dudes two of the serbs they come in there with this little army you know what i'm saying military style and all just get defeated so they go back defeated to, to old man Flynn. <laughs> old man Flynn see them walk in and he is pissed off. Vic ends up figuring out the connection between Claudia and Tommy. And he tells her, like, look, you got played. And in the midst of you getting played, I was almost killed. So 
we get into the next scene and the doc and Liliana, they move everything to a warehouse. Tommy comes in to check in. He checks in with them. He tells Liliana the pressure is on. And after he leaves, she tells the doc like, no, look, look, doc. Good looking for everything you done done, but, but you need to go. You you need to leave. And she like, Liliana, come with me. You need to leave too. Liliana like, uh-uh. I done seen Tommy like this before. And when Tommy gets like this, it's dangerous for everyone. And I chose this life. I'm I belong here. I'm a soldier. And JP is family. So you know what I'm saying? Ain't got no need for you. You 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 need to go. Just just go. Live your life. So she gives her some money and sends her on her way. Now, Claudia in the next scene talks to um basically the only horseman left. <laughs> she lets him know that she was the one who was in charge of Dahlia. And that after all of this, if she could put a, a good word for her because she runs the books and books and she can make him have his own pipeline with Dahlia. And this is the way of the future. He like, okay, she gives him a sample. Then he tries to, you know, get all hot and bothered thinking he about to get him some. And she got to let him know, like, uh-uh, you, you ain't my type, bro. <laughs> so after that, we go into the next scene. And they go and find the doc while she's leaving town, intimidating her before she leaves, asking her what is Tommy's weakness. And they find out about his brother. So we get into the next scene, and Tommy finally takes Kate to see JP. Child. <laughs> when JP sees Kate, he gets so emotional. He goes and gives her the most, like, the more, he gives her, like, an enduring hug, and she all awkward. She like, oh, okay, this is nice. Tommy, this is how a son should, should greet his mother. <laughs> like, Kate asks i hate her basically they meet they talk for a couple minutes and d-mac wakes up he calls uncle tommy over there and he like uncle tommy who the hell is that old white bitch <laughs> tommy like that's your grandma kid and by the way she liked being called an old white bitch <laughs> but basically you know tommy gives him a math quiz of course he knows all the answers and he lets tommy know that Marshall could have told JP uh Jannard about where they was at because you know what I'm saying he was working with Marshall and he lets him know that Jannard has been paying him to follow him around and you know what I'm saying wants Tommy dead. So now Tommy's starting to put two and two together because he figured out like, okay, the horseman that's more military style. Whoever ran up on me and my nephew, that was some street shit. So now he's starting to put it all together. So we go into the next scene, and Jannard takes his scary ass to the Serbs. He speaks with Musevix. Now, while he's speaking to Musevix, he's trying to get him to leave Tommy's side to come on to his side. He trying to, you know, he presented a, a decent plan. I guess if you're from that city, like we always had our own neutral corners, neutral respect. We ain't mess with each other like that, but we all had our own pipeline. And since he didn't came to the city, everything is crazy. It's all these murders, murder, murders. So. I mean, if you like looking at it, at it from his the way he presented it, it made sense, even though we can't stand Jannard. So Musevic's like, okay, it's all about business with me. I'm, you know, loyal to the highest bidder. So if you can go ahead and squash beef with us and the Flins, and you give me my pipeline back, everybody go to their circles, 
Y'all got the south side. They got up north. We got our main pipeline. It's back to business as usual. So he let let them know money talks. If you can resolve peace and salvage this war, I I I will drop my support of Tommy. So after that, he takes his ass to the Flynn's house. Now, as soon as he get there, Paulie is not impressed. Paulie ain't impressed. Paulie ain't trying to hear it. Vic ain't trying to hear it. But Flynn is all ears. Old man Flynn. And he decides to work with Jannard to take Tommy out. And he like, look, the beef has always been with Diamond anyway. Now, after Jannard leaves, Vic is pissed. And Flynn like, look, we only want to team up with CBI to take Tommy out. As far as CBI, <laughs> let them animals kill each other. That sounds like some shit his old ass would say. But anyway, both Musivix and Flynn did say they wasn't getting in between Diamond and Jannard. That was family business. That was interesting. They just want Tommy out. Uh, so we go into the next scene, and Tommy goes to see about the beef with CBI. He talks to Diamond. I don't know what kind of security Diamond had. It like damn TSA and a damn bar child. But they decide to basically team back up. JP goes to get the medical records, and he is kidnapped by Claudia and the Flins because Doc and told that that was uh, Tommy's brother. Tommy meets up with Liliana. She tells him she let Doc go. Then they get a phone call. Tommy gets this call. He puts it on speaker, and we got everybody in the background talking shit. We got Jannard talking shit. Claudia talking shit. Vic talking shit. Old man Flynn. They did a, a whole damn threat group call to Tommy. It's you know, Jannar and when they end up hanging up, letting them know, like, we got your brother. Jannar finds out, he like, hold on, that's his brother. And that's D Mac Daddy. So you mean to tell me this nigga Tommy is D Mac's uncle? <laughs> he like, oh, I'm here for this shit. <laughs> so Claudia and Jannar get to having talks secret talks as well and she let them know like Dahlia was her whole plan from the start and she gonna let him be her distributor so she making all type of side deals so I'm thinking by season two she probably gonna be the godmother for a minute to somebody take her ass out Claudia also starts having second thoughts about who really caused the hit on Gloria and Vic she's starting to she's starting to have second thoughts so the next scene, we see Tommy, Diamond, and Liliana. They all meet up, and they come up with the game plan about how they about to go into the battlefield. So the battlefield arrives. The big, big bang. Diamond comes out like he got Tommy hostage, and he caught Tommy trying to leave out of town. We got, you know, the horsemen. That's what's left of them, the Flins, and a little bit of CBI. So they go back and forth with the standoff. Jannard takes the first shot, but when one of the, as they were doing the standoff talking, one of the dudes in CBI found out, like, hold on, you really set Diamond up? So he goes after Jannard, and everybody just get the blasting. Everybody is blasting. Tommy and Vic end up behind that van. They end up squabbling. And while they're scrapping, Vic was kind of getting a little, little, Best to Tommy, and I'm thinking like Tommy, if you don't get your ass up and beat his ass, <laughs> I'm tired of playing with you, Tommy. Beat his ass. But as they going back and forth, Diamond and Jannard do a face off, and they go head to head, and Diamond uh, whoops his ass. Now, Jannard sitting up there like, go ahead, do it. 
do it when he put a gun out on him diamond takes the shot but purposely missed of course diamond don't want to kill his brother he just rather cut him off and he gives him a second chance and let him know like look you go your way i go my way i take my people in cbi you take your people in cbi we are no longer nothing we ain't family we ain't brothers we ain't no damn whole cbi you take this part of the south side i take this part of the south side and that's that but we already know hell in season two Diamond part of CBI gonna probably be doing good because he working with Tommy. Jannar gonna get mad and jealous. He gonna put another hit on Diamond. So I understand he wanna kill his brother. I understand that. I understand that. But Jannar is definitely gonna be even worse in season two. Now, while all this commotion is going on, everybody fighting and shooting, Liliana comes from the back and she get the blast and people like taking them out one by one. So Claudia is watching everything. And Claudia ends up shooting Liliana. Child, I screamed. She's called for Tommy. And he's like, hold on, Lil, I'm coming. Now, as they doing a standoff, the truth comes out about Gloria's hit. It came from old man Flynn. So Vic finally sees the light. And as they're doing a standoff, old man Flynn let JP go. He set him free. Vic hems him up. Claudia comes out like, Dodd, Dodd, you did do it. Now, bitch, if you knew your dad did it, what the fuck you shoot Liliana for? Because, I mean, you shot her, then you come out to be Captain Savaho. I don't get it. Claudia pissed me off. So, child, so she come out there, and it's just a mess. Vic end up hemming up his daddy, but he don't kill him. Because, you know what I'm saying, his dad, like, you ain't got the balls. And he, like, that's because I'm not like you. And he walks away all dramatic. Tommy rushes over to Liliana. He tries to get a hold, get her to hold on. He's like, hold on, Lil, hold on. And I'm like, hold on, Liliana. <laughs> like, she can hear me. I'm like, it's going to be okay, boo, hold on. Because <laughs> Liliana was loyal, man. She was a soldier, like. And she was just, like, just a, a throwaway character in the original power like we've seen her the first two three episodes and we never heard of her again and this this season she just stole the show like she had became one of my favorite characters liliana was a soldier and she died right in tommy's arms child tommy didn't lost everybody and he he really him and liliana they had like this bond man so claudia knows that's gonna be her ass bitch run run okay <sighs> they ain't have to kill why they had to kill liliana that irritated me we could have got one more season of liliana being this boss i mean she didn't survive at all so as he's trying to save her he yelling he like go get her some help diamond like she gone man jp standing there like she gone man <sighs> damn liliana was loyal to the end loyal to the end so it goes into the next day or a few days later and it goes to the feds office and they now know it's a new player in town with all the bodies and all the commotion going on in chicago and they like it's a new player in town and he moves like a ghost they got a picture of tommy but only a side picture then we get like a whole marvel you know how the marvel universe to cross over into a whole nother universe I, I, I see what y'all did, Power. I loved it. I loved it. They crossed over to New York. And across another universe is connecting them. And we see Jenny Sullivan, Blanco ass, and Agent Medina. 
Now, Blanco, she knows something going on. So, you know, Blanco going to investigate to the end. <laughs> I can't stand Blanco. Wait till Blanco find out Tommy alive. So, I'm pretty sure in season two, we're going to be seeing a lot of New York. Uh, You know, hopefully they'll bring 2Bit in that way, too. I miss 2Bit. Um, so, after that, after the crossover where we go to, you know, the uh New York, it goes back to Chicago. We got Diamond, Tommy, and JP. They pouring out liquor for Liliana. And then it shows Claudia and Vic paying respect to Gloria and talking about how now it's just them against everyone. And then we see old man Flynn. He all alone with just Pauly. And then we see JP got half a CBI. And he got the shot. Not JP, but Jannard, punk ass. And then we see uh the end, Tommy and Diamond. They talking about some name messing with Dahlia. But hey. They're about to take over the whole map. And that was my recap for the season finale. I thought it was very well done, very well written. Uh, shout out to the Power Universe. Shout out to the Power Universe. Y'all know my rankings. Um, first of all, the original Power, that's the blueprint. So I don't feel like we can put that in rankings. I mean, that's the blueprint. That's the original Power, and it's only one ghost. But if we rank in, like, the universe, the branch-offs, my favorite one so far of the spinoffs has been Raising Canaan. It's something about that era. I love Raising Canaan. That's my favorite one. After that, I choose BMF. Then I'll choose Force, and then I'll choose Power Book 2 Ghost with Tariq. That's my rankings. I love them all. I'm going to support everything 50 Cent regardless. So I love them all, but I'm just showing y'all my favorites. But the original Power, that's the blueprint. And then whenever I'm bored or just want something to watch, um, I'll go back and watch the original Power a lot. Um, I'll go and watch Narcos. Like, I love stuff like this. I love talking about it. So... When I say I know it's a little break, I'll still be on Sundays. We can pull from the original power. I do want to do a special episode where we talk about the power universe, the character buildups, and, you know, different things that took place over these years because, you know, shout out to 50 Cent and Courtney Kemp. They really did great things. Like, they they inspire me as a, you know what I'm saying, an upcoming writer, writing my first novel. Like, I listen to Courtney Kemp when she gives advice because she really – she really knows what she's talking about, you know, and her and 50, they inspire me, you know, for real, for real. I even did a tribute to 50 Cent. If you guys haven't heard that, I did that a couple months back. But this was very well done. Shout out to the universe. Shout out to the cast and crew. I hope you guys have enjoyed these 10 weeks with me as I've done my recaps. And as soon as the one returns, I'll be back on every week and I'll still be on every Sunday as well with uh, random episodes. And I'll be on Thursday night for my snowfall season finale recap as well. Um, I have a sleeper for you guys in my Joe Budden style. Shout out to the pod father. So here is my sleeper. <laughs> We're going to take it back to the 90s. And since we lost our girl Liliana, one of my favorite characters. Here we go. It's only right. Yeah. Bought a little liquor for your homies, nigga. This one here brought to my nigga Mike Cruz. I got the family for this. How you come up, man? 
was the goat Tupac Shakur pour out a little liquor that Thug Life album baby <laughs> that still go hard let's go ahead and do it like we normally do and go out straight power book for style Yeah, I got 
just that. Them diamonds keep blinking, blinking. We might have to check that. Now, boy, when the blinky, blinky come out, you get clapped fast. Throw down with a little jump. I'm at you like that, that. Come back when the killers out on your block. We kick that. Come back when you feel the ruin. Progress and hit that. Hit your back to back. Your bitches won't even hit back. You'll be splashing and fast. Nigga, you can take the drip. Can't you slip and be sliding? Your niggas on some different shit. We hit the licks. We hit the shit. When you get hit, quiet down. No need for the talk. What the fuck is that about? I just dope. I stepped on the ring. I get the rest gone. Any nigga with that shit on me. Power, All right, you guys, thank you for your support. As always, shout out to my dope podcast family. I love you guys and appreciate you guys. Hope you guys keep tuning in because I'm going to still be bringing that content. You dig? So I am wishing you all a beautiful week. I hope you guys had a beautiful holiday and a wonderful and safe weekend. Remember to protect that energy at all costs in all times. Life gets hard, you might fall down, but get back up and try again. It's your girl Shanice, and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl Shanice.